Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Palmer Bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Mornings with Ian Smith. Christchurch will get a 30,000-seat stadium after the City Council bowed to public pressure and ditched an earlier decision to build a smaller venue. The original decision was for 25,000-seat venue. Uh, that was overturned after a petition was put together by 24,000 Cantabrians. A uh, one man who was always wanted a larger venue in the Christchurch uh, city was C- Councillor Sam McDonald. Good morning to you, Sam. Uh, thanks very much for joining us here. Great news. Great news for sports fans. Oh, look, it's a really good thing for not only sports fans, for, uh, sports fans rather, uh, but the city of Christchurch. It's a massive asset, and we had one shot to do it right. Uh, and thankfully, common sense has prevailed yesterday, and the council have reversed their decision, and, and we're going to get on and build this thing. What made them change their mind? It was uh, only, well, less than a month ago, uh, the vote uh, said 25,000. So uh, what has been uh, the driving force behind the change? So I think there's a couple of things. I mean, firstly, the petition uh, from Rob, and I, I said yesterday, I don't know Rob, but he raised it, so it just showed that community groundswell. Um, but secondly, the numbers kept changing. So we were told initially there was a blowout between 131 and 88 million. Uh, after a bit of digging and, I guess, some questions being asked, uh, we got back to a point where that dropped significantly back to 50 million. And so, you know, I think that's probably created a bit of doubt in some of those councillors who opposed uh, my position two weeks ago uh, and has seen them flip. So, look, it's a really good outcome for the city. I think everyone will be, will be well behind this now um, and we just need to get on and build it. Sam, a few years back, or probably a little bit longer than that now, um, Hagley Oval was always a bit of an issue too, wasn't it? I mean sort of cutting off a section of, of Hagley yeah. Park um, and, and all of a sudden building a, a purpose-built ground for international sport rather than club sport, etc. Um, and then, of course, the lights became an issue there as well. So uh, it's not been an easy process uh, across the board down there in Christchurch, really. No, no, it hasn't. And, I mean, that, you'll know yourself, I mean, that Hagley Oval is a world-class asset um, and it's so mm. good for cricket um, but also really good for Canterbury. Um, you always get people that will be critical of these kind of decisions. I mean, I was sort of quite involved in getting the lights into uh, Hagley Park, and you know I've been along to a few games, uh, and actually it's just a great asset that everyone benefits from. So, look, you, you do get a bit of criticism, but ultimately, if you know where you need to end up, um, it's really important you just get on and do it. And, and so I think um, the arena will be no different. Um, it's going to have significant competitive advantage. Um, you know, it, it'll be 15 minutes from an international airport, uh, it's great for the South Island, um, and it just really makes sense to get on and, and do this. So, look, we couldn't be more thrilled that Council has really uh, flipped back on where they were a couple of weeks ago, uh, and it's really good for sport as well. well. Sam McDonald, I mean, it's the second uh, covered stadium in the South Island, uh, so the North Island are going to be lagging behind there. Uh, and uh, Forsyth Bar, of course, originally, I mean, it was just uh, not just a novelty factor, it was just such a great place to go to. I would imagine with an increased population and the, the devout nature of Canterbury sporting fans, this, this will just be an absolute success, won't it? Oh, a- absolutely. And the beauty with the extra capacity is 
Um, actually, people from all over the South Island will be able to come to it. Um, but it just gives us more options in terms of people being able to fill those seats. It means that won't, people won't be excluded from coming along or the like. So it's got so many benefits uh, that I think Council was able to yesterday probably more fully understand. Uh, and certainly um, it just validated the position that uh, five councillors, or including myself, took a couple of weeks ago to, to just do it right and do it once. The, the other point, Ian, if it's OK, is just to mention the government have tipped in a lot of cash as well to help with this. Uh, they've given us the land. Uh, they've chipped in $220 million, uh, and a few other additional things. Um, and so when we talk about this $600, billion, uh, $600 million stadium, um, actually the ratepayers are looking at about half of it. So, you know, we're getting pretty good bang for buck, and it's just going to be such a long-term asset for the city that I'm just thrilled we can do it once and, and do it right. And still, I suppose, there's that, that legacy of... Uh the horrific earthquake, earthquakes, uh, Sam, that caused so much damage to the city of Christchurch. I suppose that's still lingering around in terms of a lot of people's minds. In other words, you know, we've still got so much to do here. What are we, you know, what are we, what are we splashing out this kind of money for on a stadium? There's, there's still some basic stuff we still need. Some other buildings we still need. Uh, what do you, what do you say to those people? Yeah, I mean, this is the final anchor project, and to be really blunt, this should have been completed by the end of 2017. Uh, previous councils I wasn't a part of uh, kicked that decision down the road. And I think we're probably seeing the price of that now. So that once we can cement this in, uh, get it built, I think it will, it'll be the last piece in the sort of puzzle uh, for the CBD here in Christchurch. Um, but also it gives people in, in Christchurch, and I guess the South Island, uh, something to come along and do. You know, we've put billions of dollars, whether it's private investors, the government or the council, into rebuilding our city. Uh, and we need it to be as competitively advantaged as possible to ensure that young people uh, want to live here, want to raise families here, and also the people who have made sacrifices when they could have left the city 10 years ago uh, actually get some kind of reward. So, look, I think it's going to be a great asset for the city. Uh, and look, like I said, well, when we're talking about the uh, Oval and the likes before, there will be naysayers. It's the nature of this stuff. Um, but ultimately, I know we're doing the right thing. Uh, and it's going to be a really good asset for the city. So, look, I'm I'm happy to fly the flag for it. It's, it's just a wonderful asset. So, Sam, obviously, to justify it, you've got to maximise the use of it. We, we're going to see the All Blacks there, clearly. We're going to see the Crusaders. We're going to see Canterbury men's, women's rugby teams uh, playing there. But what else? What else uh, have you uh, got envisaged for this facility once completed? Yeah, so there's a couple of things. I mean, we do need to maximise the usage for it. Um, and one of the design changes has been in to, to add a level one concourse. And so we can generate a lot of revenue for the city um, because of the activities that can happen within that. So we've kind of taken, a, I guess, a financially sustainable approach to it in that respect. Uh, one of the things I wasn't that clear on, um, but has been um, more apparent in recent times, is around this growing trend of, um, I think it's EB games, or you know, the, the electronic gaming, where people literally fly in uh, to a country uh, for three or four days and play games in a big arena. And we've already had approaches uh, from people wanting to do that. And these people have real disposable income. So I guess the point of it is having a covered roof on this arena makes it perfect for sport, uh, allows us to have concerts, but there's, like you say, you know, other revenue streams that will benefit the city. I mean, if we could get 15, 20 or even 30,000 people uh, coming from out of the city uh, to play games in an arena, which will sound weird to a lot of your listeners because I've found it a bit strange myself. Um, that's actually a really good thing for the city and pumps a lot of that economic return back in that uh, people you know, really deserve. Sam McDonald is with us. Uh, 
Christchurch City Councillor. Uh, Sam, a couple of things about the construction of it. When does it start? Uh, what's the, uh, the length that you take of time it will take to, to complete the project? And, and because of uh, the labour shortage, the tradies shortage in the country, have you got the staff, have you got the people down there that you need uh, to build this thing or do you need people to come in and help? Uh, look, it's always good when people come to work in Christchurch. We've seen that after the earthquakes. So what will happen from now is we gave the final instruction to uh, the staff yesterday uh, that actually they need to go and have this designed for 30000 uh, They'll be working frantically with the uh, consortium that's been set up to do it. There'll be a final contract come back to council uh, probably about March or April next year, which then will hit the go button on the constructors. Uh, and so, look, they'll, they'll obviously work through those resourcing issues um, one of the challenges has been in this sort of post-COVID environment, in a sense, is those cost escalations. Um, so if you take steel and the likes, which this is going to have, you know, tons and tons of steel in it, uh, naturally, given given the size of it, um, the cost escalations here have been huge. And so what we need to do is get the design done as detailed as we can, let the contract to minimise the risk to the council. Uh, and so the, the staff are working frantically on that now. So look, there, there's been an argument that, you know, I've sort of delayed this for two weeks because I didn't agree with the decision. Um, but in a sense, it's been two, worth, two weeks worth waiting for because we've got a far better outcome, we've got a better design, and, and the contractors uh, will have certainty that once this design is finished, uh, that actually they can go and build it. So, you know, I'm pretty confident we can get to a point where this will be delivered. And, and like I say, it's, I think it's quarter four of 25. 2024 that this will be this will be finalised. So look, it's been a wait for the city uh, since the earthquakes, um, but ultimately we have certainty now that this thing is going to be built. It's going to be done once and done correctly, and ultimately everyone will reap the reward from it. Sam McDonald, great news, uh, and thanks very much for uh, the informative chat this morning. Have uh, really enjoyed, and I hope people around the country, uh, other city councils actually have been listening in because uh, very progressive. Uh, and finally, it's going to come uh, to fruition. Excellent thing. Uh, thank you, Sam, for joining us. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.